Let's Prime do time, it, baby. Oh, back to back nights, man. God how, damn, how that happened. right? Man, relationship was signed, nights. sealed, and delivered. Man, wife said, yeah. "No, nah, you good. You good. You Gucci. Go ahead, do your thing." <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. I said the same thing, man. <laughs> I Man. think we uh, I think we dipped into the right pool at the same time. Yes, but, sir. Uh, I've been married just a slight bit longer than you have. <laughs> but uh, enough about us, man. It's Tuesday night, prime time, eight o'clock. Well, eight eleven. We just a little bit behind because you know your boy got to get his grub on. And I thought that news that dropped today, man. Sometimes you got to eat and laugh to keep from crying. Man, but before we get into that Lamar Jackson situation, man, we got a very special guest. Oh. Tuned in tonight, man. Joining us, if y'all know him, y'all see the name on the screen, man. If y'all follow us on Twitter, y'all follow us on any social media platform, y'all know that name. And uh, he's one of the top Falcons insiders, in my opinion. Ooh, absolutely, he, news. he does great work. But Alberto, man, I'll let you introduce me, and then man, I'll tell a little bit about himself. Absolutely, man. What a gem of of uh, uh, guest we got today, Smitty. Very uh, honored to share this platform with Daniel Flick, man. Sports Illustrated contributor, 404 Falcon podcast contributor also, man. This young man has in- incredible attributes, man. Does does a lot for the Falcons community with the breakdowns of films, the news, just great thoughts, great overall everything, man. Daniel Flick, welcome to the 95 North Sports Machine. We're humbled and, and honored to have you on. The floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, glad to be here, man. Uh, appreciate that glowing intro. Absolutely. Felt a rich for me, felt a little it, bit... Well, something, something for me, but uh, well no, deserved. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, glad to Absolutely. be here. Yeah, man. As and you, you know, man. Sports Illustrated, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering if they still got that made the stallion cover on now. Oh man! Yeah, I told you I would get ignorant in a second, boy. But oh shoot, man! Go go ahead, go ahead, Alberto. No, no, no! You good? You good, man? Hey, so tonight's show, man, we were supposed to deliver some breakdown of these incredible prospects that we have coming into this 2023 draft. We have to pivot a little bit because there's a lot of news definitely coming out of Atlanta. Four o'clock hour, of course, came and went. Caleb McGarry didn't get tagged. We'll touch on that a little bit later on. But the major, major news is the Falcons at that same time coming out and saying they are not in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes, kind of leaving us all all to wonder, where do the Falcons go from here? They really haven't committed to Daniel. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> I'm over here thinking about this young man over here, uh, you know, um, to Desmond Ritter. So... I ask you, Daniel, what do you what do you know? What do you feel? What's the growing sense uh, on this topic? What do you see the Falcons going now that they are officially out of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes? You know, it's it's a tricky deal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I the way that I feel like it's going to play out is that Ritter's going to be going to have probably the a step up in the competition, um, but. I'm going to guess they're going to hire, uh, sign a, a bridge option in the offseason um, and maybe kind of like a, as a challenger for Ritter is how I would view it. Um, but mm-hmm. I think they want Ritter to have a chance to start and have a chance to prove himself because mm-hmm. um, I feel like they, they saw a lot of encouraging signs out of him last year in that four-game stretch. Um, they felt like he, he progressed in a really good way each week. Um, and so I think they're going to let him have a shot this off season, but at the same token, they can't just kind of 
I think they're going to want a veteran option there, like a Jacoby Brissett type of player, whether it's him, we'll see. But some somebody in that build who's a proven starter who can win you games. Um, so if Ritter's not the guy, you still have a competent option. The fun option that has been floated has been, is trading up, um, whether it be to number one, to number three. Oh, boy. That's what people – that's what some people have talked about. I haven't really heard a lot of that yet. Um, we're still pretty early in that process, though, of course. So um, we'll see where it goes from there. That might be a better question for about a month from now. Um, but right now, the way that I feel and some of the people I've talked to around the league kind of feel like Ritter might get the nod. Um, mm-hmm. but it really kind of is too close to call at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and what I've heard the last couple of days, uh, Ryan Tannehill isn't going to be available. He's going to stay in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I'm thinking if it's a veteran option, could we see a deal for Jimmy G if he doesn't go to Las Vegas? It's possible mm-hmm. because let's be real, man, a second-year quarterback um, with a third-year head coach, the dynamics don't add up. Now, if it was third-year quarterback, third-year coach, dynamics are perfect. But since your job may be on the line, and as my boy Titus said, Arthur Blank has thrown hints um, that this could be it if they finish another 70-10 or a little bit lower, mm. uh, that, that could mean the end. And <clears throat> I saw the end to me. I could have seen the end at the end of last season going 70-10, but I understand. You're going to give them a fair chance after the cap here uh, to get the team back uh, in the right direction, get the cap number uh, over for the first time in God knows how long. Uh, 50 plus million, 60 plus million dollars now in cap space, so they really don't have an excuse. Um, and now that Lamar seems to be out of the picture, but I'm not counting it yet because, as I say, until I see Desmond Ritter line up week one, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna believe it just yet, right? Right, but as yeah. I look at it, as I look at it, are they gonna spend that 50 million dollars that we think they were gonna spend on Lamar? Will they go after two or three defensive free agents? Will they go after a veteran quarterback with half of that money? Uh, it just remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do know, after this news today with Lamar Jackson, man, and the rumors we got last week, we did a show on it, uh, mm-hmm. are they going to move up to number one? Oof. Is a quarterback like C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, um, are they the target now? It just mm-hmm. All of this is just anchoring and teetering towards uh, them making a big splash one way or the other, whether we like it or not. Yeah. So, the Daniel, that, that begs the question, seeing as you was a contributor at the NFL Combine, you was mm-hmm. firsthand seeing all these, you know, elite performers. Is there, a, is there a name that sticks with you as far as in the quarterback position for our Atlanta Falcons that you would like to see fit? Yeah. Um, we didn't get to see Bryce Young work out, which is a bit of a bummer. Um, okay. But I left the combine workout feeling like CJ Stroud could start tomorrow in the NFL. Wow. Like mm. I felt like he, his ball placement, his feel, he's about as natural as it gets. I feel like out of college. Um, and, you know, Smitty, you were talking about how you might have to win. Arthur Smith might have to win next year. I don't think his seat's necessarily that hot, but you don't really want to risk it either. And Stroud, mm. I think a really good balance of upside um, and, and also still, like I said, he could probably start tomorrow. Um, mm. Bryce, I think Bryce is also, I, I think a very valid candidate, but keep it on the topic of the combine. I didn't get to see him throw live, yeah. uh, but I, I know that 
you know, a lot of people feel like Bryce and CJ one way or another could be the top two picks right now. Um, that's kind of where a lot of people feel like it's trending. But yeah, again, we're still 50 days away and a lot of pro day stuff to go. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people that I've talked with have prospects who are like rounds four, round three. They don't really know where their guy's stock's going to end up. And, of course, it's the same at the top of the class, too. Yeah. So, so does does the compensation, the rumored compensate, compensation to trade up to number one not scare you at all? The rumor is so far, you know, it'd be a one and a two. And then I believe a one next year and a one in 2025, exclusively giving three first-round picks for – such uh said quarterback cj stroud you're okay with that as as a falcons fan yeah so okay hear me out this sure. is this is a personal theory this is a, okay. this is a personal take on my belief got it if you're gonna endorse lamar jackson for the the price you're gonna pay him say say okay say they traded for him on the non-exclusive tag right mm-hmm. you're giving up two first round picks and you're paying him 50 million if you feel like Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud have a chance to be a Lamar Jackson MVP type of player or even just a top five, top ten caliber quarterback like what Lamar is at, at his at his best, right, you're paying Bryce or C.J. $25, 30000000 million less in the next four years for a similar, ideally a similar level of play. And, again, that's always the risk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is the guy – are. I guess, would you rather draft a guy who you think can be Lamar Jackson or just draft Lamar Jackson? And obviously you're not getting the same play style as Lamar Jackson, but Mm -hmm. as far as caliber tier of players, then it's kind of similar. But on that front, considering that rookie quarterbacks, even at number one with as pricey as the contracts are for a top pick, you're still getting a pretty good value for a guy who could pretty easily be a top 10, top 15 quarterback in the next year or two. So... Wow. Nice, and I, and I agree with that 100%. And I'm glad you took that angle because I'm going to add to that right quick. That's knowledge right there, bro. We talk about these young quarterbacks are moving up for them. If I'm Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot, this gives me more ammo to go out to Justin Fields. And here's mm. one. Mm. If you're going to move up for one of those top quarterbacks, why not go with a guy that's been in the league two years already? That's right. on the upside. You saw him run for a thousand yards last season. He showed a little bit of uh, more poise in the pocket. Uh, he threw the football just a little bit more than he did his rookie year. And why not go out to Justin Fields instead of going out to a rookie quarterback and have to start all over again? Justin Fields will fit this system just like Lamar Jackson would. CJ Stroud, like y'all said, he can probably start tomorrow. So why not get a better opportunity and see what he can do with the hundred and fourteen million in there that they have in the bank? So um it's just something to think about, man. If you're gonna go out to a young quarterback, why not go out to a quarterback that's been in the league two years already? Yeah, that's, that has more uh experience than the quarterback that you already have. It just mm-hmm. makes more sense. Four million dollars this year and probably seventeen million dollars in his fifth year option, which is not much compared to these quarterbacks and what they're making. So it's just something to think about. And mm-hmm. I think they're pondering it as well. They're just not going to say anything. Right. But I still think they're looking at Justin Fields, even though Chicago says he's not going anywhere. If you get them three first-round picks, you think they're not going to bite on that? Come yeah. on, man. Let's be real but, about it. Yeah. 
But at this point, is does Justin Field have enough under him to warrant three first round picks? I say more, you know, a trade package of a couple twos, you know, three maybe something like that because he's only been in the league. This is going to be his third year, which also leads to another speculation. The Falcons now are pivoting, so to say, attentions away from Lamar Jackson. What's Atlanta's next succession plan? Are we going to go all into this free agency and build for Desmond Ritter? Or like Smitty was saying, are, are we going to now look at a guy like Justin Fields, if that was the the target all along, you know, and we just use Lamar as a, a smoke and mirror type thing. So, Daniel, I ask you, the chances of uh, of a Justin Fields coming to Atlanta, the probability before on you, that. Before yeah, you ahead, get started, Daniel, yeah. before you get started, I just learned this today. Mm. And this is not out of the question. We have a lot of cap space. Jerron Payne is non-exclusive as well. Would you go two first-round picks for him? That is something that I'm going to ponder for until he signs that contract, until somebody makes a deal for him. Mm-hmm. That still could be on the Falcons' table, and the reason why they are not going out to Lamar Jackson because they are still looking at Deron Payne, possibly. But we'll see. But mm-hmm. go ahead, Dan. So the topic of uh, fields we're talking about, yeah. right, is a question. Yeah. yeah. want to make sure was that not Payne. Um, yeah, fields – I would love to see him in Arthur Smith's offense. I, I think schematically it's a great fit. Uh, from what we've heard, though, it doesn't seem like Chicago is interested in getting him, which is obviously a pretty big hang-up. So on that I, on that front, I, I don't think it's very likely that he ends up being in Atlanta um, just because it takes two to tango, and I don't think Chicago really wants to tango. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you think about other options out there, like a Trey Lance type of player, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I go, or I'm not sure San Francisco knows what they're going to, you know, roll out with Trey Lance next year. So, yeah. Um, the veteran trade market, since the Titans are probably keeping Tannehill, I don't think the veteran trade market at quarterback is really on the table right now. Right. Um, but, you know, again, we'll see in the, in, in the coming weeks, but I, I wouldn't really expect them to, to really look too hard at the trade market. Mm. Unless Fields becomes available, in, yeah. in which case maybe they'll look into it, right? Yeah. Maybe they'd maybe they'd consider, but for now I'm not sure that he'll really ever reach that point, or at least yeah. we saw anyway. So, agree. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I see y'all in the comments saying that too much, two first round picks is too much for a Deron Payne. But if he's gonna change the interior of your line, how is that too much? You look yeah. at the, the edge rusher position in this draft is deeper than the hallway leading from the White House to the uh the Lincoln Memorial. That's just how <laughs> deep this edge rush draft is, man. So if they can get another edge rusher or two going in this into this draft, that mm-hmm. would be fine. But if you get a Deron Payne to go along with a greater Jarrett, you see Lorenzo Carter is coming back on the mm-hmm. Kitty is still here. Uh, D'Angelo Malone may get more reps this year. Why not do it? That is part of your problem right now, defensive line. So, like I keep telling y'all, man, y'all got to stop reading to all these draft picks, man. If y'all can get a guy that can come in and change the culture of this team, the culture of this defense, why not do it right now? Mm-hmm. Why keep waiting? Because guess what? The NFL draft is a 50-50 crapshoot. I keep telling y'all that. Yeah, true. Yeah, so, All first rounders ain't, ain't a guarantee. And, and I'm not going to, you know, boo-boo on Jalen Carter, but what if he comes in and he can't do the job that y'all drafted him to do? Then mm-hmm. we back at square one again. Right. Why not go out to something that's proven already? 
That's mm. all I'm telling y'all, man. Y'all got to think deeper yep. than you know what's in the draft. You got to go for right now, right then. And I'm telling you, Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot is going to have that mindset. We got to win right now, no matter what it takes. And mm-hmm. that means getting rid of some of the fan favorites. If y'all don't like it, oh well, it's about winning. Yeah, so at the end of the day. Stop falling in love with draft picks. Stop falling mm-hmm. in love with players and start thinking about winning. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I'm gonna go a little bit step further and, and say with this one right here, right quick, Smitty. I know you know Deron Deron Pay is you know he, he's he's unbelievable. Eleven sacks this past year, unbelievable season, unbelievable season. But it's kind of a breakout season for him. I'm looking at a different alternative, a guy in Denver. After much looking over tapes and stuff like that, and I got to shout out Damsky and the boys of at, at um, Audio Falcon Mind. They had a show on the other day, and Damsky brought up a great point. The win percentage, the win rate percentage uh, for uh, Deron Payne is not as high as a lot of people think, meaning how he wins his battles in the trenches against the opposing linemen. Not as great. Right. And, and in looking back, damn, that's a goddamn good point, man, because – he was stuffed on a lot of plays, man. A lot of his sacks came on, you don't want to call them garbage time, garbage time sacks, you don't, because every sack in the NFL is hard-earned, man. So right. they, they just kind of have that feel where they were just at last minute, you know, a last-minute sack, so to say. I look, I say all that to say this. Monday night, legal tampering period starts. I'm looking for Atlanta to go ahead and sign Draymond Jones. I think that's the kid paired with Grady Jarrett, can take this defense to a whole nother level. Uh, Draymond Jones, truth be told, 32 to 36 sacks since he's been drafted in, in 2016. He's a, He's been a baller on the line for, for Denver. Has played with greats. He, he did it pretty much all alone last year. You know, they got rid of Shelby Harris, um, right. the, the pass rusher that went, that went to Miami. And then he became uh, that Bradley guy. Chubb. Bradley yep. Chubb. He became that guy. I'd rather invest in a, in a young cat like that, 26 years of age still, uh, and I know, and I know what I'm gonna get out of him week in and week out without top tier talent surrounding him. You know, he's a guy that can probably anchor the defensive line on his own. But he comes into a, a luxurious position where he'll have Grady Jarrett to work with, along with AK-47 and newly signed uh, Zoe right. Carter and all the other guys that we're gonna probably add in, in free agency. I would probably reserve the picks and just go and, and just go straight out for uh, Draymond Jones. That's my take on on that on that position there. Yeah, yeah. Draymond is, in my personal opinion, he is probably one of the top five defensive linemen, period, in the draft class. Or mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. And so anytime you get a chance to add a player like that, obviously it's something that you should heavily consider. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got him, you got Tomlinson from the Vikings, I, I think is a, I, he's probably in the mix there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Dan, oh, man. Just, oh, yeah. Smitty, you've been talking oh, about yeah. him for forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Truth be told, man. It's got to be a balanced guy. Is I, I think that's the thing is if you're going to spend big money on a on a defensive lineman, it's got to be a guy that you feel like can be a three down player. Um, you know they talked about uh, Arthur Smith, Terry Fontenot talked about it uh, in their end of season presser about how you've got to be able to stop the run with four, rush the passer with four, and obviously every team wants that. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you have foundational pieces there with Jared inside, and you know, I guess Ebiketti maybe can improve and ascend into maybe being that type of guy next year. If you can add one more piece like Jones inside, then I feel like that gives you a really good chance then to just kind of keep on ascending and into where you can stop from the four, rush the passer with four. Then you get to where you can drop seven into coverage and you can, you know, 
just mess around and, and get a little bit freaky with it in the secondary. So um, there's, I feel like Draymond, if they're going to commit big money somewhere on the defensive line, I feel like Draymond is a, certainly a very valid option. I, mm-hmm. I would say that. I think he's a very valid candidate. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how interested they are. I haven't yeah. around about Draymond, but I would imagine that he's certainly a guy that they've considered. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. Definitely wasn't another, tagged today. Another guy <laughs> that uh, was released today, Donovan Smith, offensive tackle from Tampa Bay. Yeah. Now you talk about uh, – and see, this is why I, I said what I said about Lamar. If you get a guy like Lamar, you could get a whole lot of talent to come along with it. Mm-hmm. Imagine you couldn't um, – Donovan Smith, he says, I'm going to go to Atlanta with Lamar, block for him. Uh, a guy like Draymond Jones, we say he's going to get $17 million. Just to play with Lamar, he might take 12 or 13. See, this is the type of effect that a superstar player has on the team. Right. This is what y'all, I want y'all to understand. I know I'm not heard about Lamar not being him, but I'm still kind of skeptical as to what they're going to do in place of that. Now, if they can go out and get another superstar defender, and he can have the same type of effect. I'm fine with that. But at the end of the day, it's about winning football games and mm-hmm. putting the best players on the field. And I think Lamar gave them that best chance to bring in more talent mm-hmm. to win more football games. This is the only reason why I said Lamar made sense from the get-go. Yeah. So um, that's why it is what it is. Yeah. But um, I'm going to add to that gonna, one real quick, Smitty, if you don't mind. Uh, okay, before you uh, go ahead, add go to yep. that, go ahead. I'm going, when, when Alberto finishes what he just got to say, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to drop the link and I'm going to let y'all chime in. Yeah. So another another thing, you know, of course, talking about this Lamar Jackson situation and stuff, I, I thought the connection was valid all throughout. And I don't know if y'all caught wind of it, but Rich Eisen had some words to say uh, on his show. And it kind of plummeted um, Desmond Ritter's stock a little bit where he said there was zero buzz at the combine about the Falcons liking Ritter. So that to me says a little bit more that there's something brewing in Atlanta. And of course, as private as Atlanta is as an organization, they're not going to say anything. But then again, Smitty, you, you've touched on this so many times. Somebody within the camp is leaking stuff out, giving us, you know, content creators, media, whomever, stuff to talk about. Daniel, you were there. Any, did you hear any rumblings, anything like that? Was there much <laughs> Was there much said about uh, our quarterback right now, Desmond Ritter? What, what, what can you elaborate on that? What can you say about that? I feel like saying there was no buzz at all twice is a little bit, a little bit excessive. <laughs> I, I will it, say that. There was, that. That was Rich Eisen for the record. He's the one on record saying that. <laughs> right. There was a little bit of talk about Dez, I feel like. And, I, and you know, the more that I've talked with people, the more that I feel like we've gained the sense that there are people around the league, um, especially on more the player personnel side, that, that do believe that, Ritter can start next year or will start next year, or at least is firmly in the mix for it. Um, I, it, again, saying that there was no buzz at all, I think is a Mm. little bit harsh. I, Mm, I agree. At the same (laughs) token though, there's been so much quarterback stuff just flying around, whether it be Lamar and everyone's like, well, the Falcons, like, I mean, there was a report today that said the Falcons were, I think, you know, close in a, a bunch of ground with the Ravens on, on a Lamar trade. And that yeah. completely wrong. Right. Right. So I, I frankly, a lot of people are kind of just throwing stuff against the wall and hoping it sticks when it comes to Atlanta's quarterback stuff. It's the same thing that happened last year with Watson, really. Yeah. Um, 
I personally think that Ritter has an advantage looking ahead um, as the 2023 starter, but that's, again, we're still in the early part of the process, but that's where I would lean right now. If I were a betting man, which once upon a time, maybe, but uh, <laughs> if I were gotcha. a betting man, or a betting man I, I would probably pick Ritter. Got it. Uh, well, it seemed like he might win that bet this time around. Absolutely. But uh, Maddie Ghost put in a super chat. Oh, man. Throw it out there. And a bit low not here tonight. So, y'all can <laughs> But he said, do y'all think we can still pursue Lamar Jackson but playing hardball and they don't want to commit the guaranteed money? And that's what Matt, I'm sorry, Daniel was just talking about and mm-hmm. Alberta was talking about. Um, it's one thing to, uh, to put out a lot of guaranteed money. But Lamar Jackson is one of those investment is a guaranteed return on that money. So, yeah, uh, that's a tough question, Matty. Go. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I would say it's not over till it's over until somebody signs him, trades for him, or he goes back to Baltimore. Uh, then that is the only way we're going to know that that's not true. They can say they're not pursuing him. They can tell the media that. They can tell mm-hmm. him out that. that. But we are not sitting in the war room. We're not sitting in the owner suite. We're not sitting in none of that hearing those conversations. Somebody leaked that stuff as to where Lamar was going to come here. Mm. And uh, it's just, (laughs) it's going to be out there until he signs with someone. I'm going to just put it like that. And I'm going to leave it like that. So, um, but Alberto, uh, go ahead while I set this up so I can put it in the chat. Yeah. So Daniel, we, we and you, you know, we talked a little bit um, off air before we went live and stuff like that. I had asked the question, how much is this also has, you know, that has to do with Lamar not having uh, an agent. He's representing himself. You know, what does the NFLPA, how do they step in and help in a situation like this? Cause ultimately it's all about fairness, you know, and do they actually put a price tag on what they feel Lamar's worth? Do you, do you suspect? You know, not really. I mean, the NFLPA recently endorsed Lamar um, and came out and said, like, no, you're fighting the good fight. So I don't think the NFLPA is really pushing back on Lamar at all. I think it's actually probably the opposite. Um, Mm. I think an interesting point about this all uh, is that people feel like the Browns overstepped the line last year with the Watson Watson fiasco. Agreed, 100%. Big money that they committed to him with all that was going on there. And – I there was somebody that I respect that said today that it's owners pushing back on, on what Haslam and the Browns did with Watson last year. It is like, we're not going to pay that much money guaranteed money at that. Um, and so I think Lamar, frankly, on a bigger deal, it looks kind of like a bad picture for the NFL. Cause it's like mm-hmm. players are like, we need the guaranteed money. And the front office is like, we can't do that. Yeah. So it's turning in a bad direction, but I, I don't think the NFLPA is at all upset with Lamar. I, I will say that, yeah. Yeah, and I see I see people saying uh, the owners are trying to stop guaranteed contracts. At some point that in the future, they're going to have to honor guaranteed contracts like the NBA and Major League Baseball to keep this thing going because you talk about guys that only last in two and three years spend their money on recovery such as CTE, knee injuries, arm shoulder injuries they're spending their retirement money on surgery to keep themselves afloat healthy and <laughs> trying to stand upright so they're gonna have to honor this sooner or later uh mm. if you want me to be real about it so 
Uh, no matter how much they collude on trying to get rid of guaranteed contracts, uh, it's not going to happen. They're going to have to guarantee these contracts sooner or later. One way, later. yeah, one way yeah. or another. This is a gladiator sport, man. Right. Your, your next play could be your last play. So absolutely, come on, man. But uh, yep. I got to welcome in my boy, man, Mister Twisted yeah. Torch, man. Yes, sir. He's finally joining us on the Sports Machine, man. I've been trying to get him on for a while. Absolutely. Please, please go to Twisted Torch on YouTube. Follow him. He puts out great Falcon content. He's been absolutely for a very, very long time. Um, but the chat is blowing up. It definitely like is. Williams, like Wendy Williams' wig on stage. And um, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Twisted Torch, uh, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Twisted what? Torch, you got to talk loud enough so the folks in the back can hear you, right? Just like hold you say. Hold on, turn me up for the people <laughs> in the background, man. Hell yeah. Turn me up for the people in the background. Let's go, man. Let me Welcome. show some respect to the OG first off, man. <laughs> show some respect to Smitty, man. The first person I saw on YouTube, the <clears throat> first person, great Falcons content, brought on the young bull, Mr. Roberto. Appreciate you, my brother. I follow you on Twitter, man. Thank hey, you, man. I appreciate you, brother. On my page. Shouts out oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Definitely, man. Appreciate Good you, man. Thank content. you. Great content. Thank Mr. You, Daniel, hold on. I didn't forget you, player. I know who you are. <laughs> I know who you are, mister. Yeah. I you. for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great content, man. Great content, man. Shouts appreciate out to you, your man. articles, man. Uh, I look forward to seeing more great content from you in the future. Best believe it. I do be checking in. So, shouts out right. to you as well. I appreciate mm -hmm. you, family. We're gonna we're gonna welcome on um one this guy named Demond man he does Atlanta Hawks basketball man great job always does live stream we're gonna welcome him on right fast the first question that he has our boy Dan I'm sorry our boy Twisted Torch gonna answer that first question hey, Demond what's, what's up, up man? man what's Shout up out to you man what's up fam hey man I be following y'all listening to y'all man you know my football uh my football knowledge on the Falcons, you know, it's not as deep as it is like I do on the Hawks. Um, yeah, so see, that's why we got you because we the same way as vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> you got you. You know, I could talk, I could talk Hawks forever. But my question is this, guys, and uh, excuse my ignorance because I ain't, you know, I ain't a super duper, you know, down in the trenches like y'all are. A uh, cool. couple points or questions rather with Lamar Jackson. Uh, do y'all feel one maybe Lamar? And his camp, even though I know he's his own agent, you don't think he could be using the Falcons as leverage against the uh, against the Ravens? Because I mean, I don't really think Lamar really wants to leave Baltimore. Um, but I think, I mean, I'm not. He probably could be using us as leverage. That's just something I'm just throwing out there. Mm. And also, years and years, uh, I'm a lifetime Falcon fan. Uh, past five years, you know, we have been complaining about not having cap space, moving money here, moving money there, not going after Lamar. Do you, is, could that be the Falcons maybe being cap responsible? You know, I mean, after all the complain about the Julio contract, <laughs> the Matt Ryan contract, I mean, personally, I would love for us to re-sign Caleb McGarry, you know, somebody we drafted, oh, developed. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, didn't get didn't franchise them, so I'm hoping uh Font knowing them working something in the background. But I'm gonna go ahead and get off here, man. You know, I, I ain't I ain't deep like a football guy like y'all are. Hey man, nah, that's throw cool, man. Channel. Yeah, throw, throw that out there, right man. Quick, man, you got to. Hey man, come through, man. Shout out my boy Dwayne P in the chat. Hey, come, we talk Hawks TV, man. Listen, 
come talk to us. We live every post game. I'm a diehard Hawks fan. He ain't lying. Been a Hawks he fan for lie. over 35 years. And, you know, I'm tired of the, of, the, of the BS we got going on right now. But, hey, come tap in. We have fun. Definitely. It's crazy. So, uh, salute to the channel. Shout out, Smitty. Shout out everybody up here, man. Appreciate y'all knowledge on the game, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate, Appreciate you, you, man. Appreciate Be you, safe man. out there. Appreciate you. That's what I'm talking about. Twisted Torch, what you got for us, man? But one thing I'm going to say is, I don't think Terry Fontenot, uh, GM Terry Fontenot, is going to put any cards on the table. Based on what happened last year with Deshaun Watson, mm. he's not going to put his foot out there without it actually going down, respectfully. And knowing Lamar Jackson, so I like I like his question. Knowing Lamar Jackson, he could be using us as leverage, but we do have a big market. We are closer to home. We are mm. in a dome. He doesn't have to deal with cold weather. He can throw a lot better in the dome. He can play a lot faster in the dome. So there's oh, potential yeah. in the A. There's more mm-hmm. superstars in the A. There's better uh, players in the A, respectfully. I'm talking mm-hmm. about baseball, basketball, better teams, soccer. Let's be real. And the women, respectfully, I don't think he's married. So the women <laughs> is here in the A. Let's talk. Let's talk. Hey, hey, hey. Lawyer voice, man. We married. <laughs> My bad, my bad, my bad. Nah, I'm just good. saying, I'm just saying, there's so much here in Atlanta. Man. It's a big market, man. Lamar Jackson can bring players with him, so I don't mm-hmm. think it's just hey, leverage. Say that all the time, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's That's just what leverage. Thinking about what you think, Daniel? What you think, Daniel? You think they do? You you think he's using his leverage? I think, honestly, in a way, the, it's kind of the opposite. Almost, I, in a way, the Ravens are using the tag as kind of leverage. Because I feel like in, yeah. in a sense, kind of like what you're seeing now is it's people who are – everyone's reporting XYZ team is out on Lamar. Maybe it's the Ravens' way of showing Lamar, hey, nobody else wants to pay you that much money either. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's a little bit of both, and I think that's why negotiations have gone out so much and why there really hasn't been much ground made is because I think Lamar probably is trying to use the Ravens and the Ravens are trying to use them all. And so it, yeah. it's – it's a really weird situation for sure. Um, I tend to think that the Ravens probably won the first match today with what happened with all these yeah. dropping out of the Lamar race. I, I think Man. the Ravens right now and pretty much a pretty commanding lead for the Ravens actually in that in that race right now. Um, but I see the argument for the leverage. I, I just think the Ravens have it more so now. Mm-hmm. And think about the team that uh, that are out already. We talk about our Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins, who have quarterback issues with Tua. Right. Panthers, who have Sam Donald, who couldn't hit the side of a barn with a ball of soap. Uh, the Washington <laughs> Commanders, who just cut Carson Wentz. The Raiders, who just lost Derek Carr and maybe looking at Jimmy G. But think about those five teams. All of them need a quarterback one. So something is not right. Something is just not adding up. Are all of them behind the scenes going out to one player? Or they just throwing their hands out in and just gonna roll with what's out there. It's just gonna be interesting to see. Well, well, a couple of them have top ten picks, and you got three right, to right, four right, yeah. that can go in the top fifteen. So that's also leverage for the teams. So hey, you want two forty, two fifty guaranteed? We got young players that we can wait four years to 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 pay them again. I'm just saying that's that's potential too. We got to keep that mm-hmm. in mind. Right. Bingo. Uh, Rico said, man, they come up with that list so fast. Makes no sense. 
Um, <laughs> hey, Bridget, I'm telling you, man, these people not playing. They something about guaranteed money just give folks shivering. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But before we keep going, man, Gregory Brown said he's working on a custom pair of Air Force Ones. He wants us to check them out. He's going okay. to post them when they be done. Greg, we're going to check them things out, man. Just Absolutely, post it, man. Post it on Twitter or post it on my Facebook page. Uh, we have... Uh, Unks in. Let me see. What's Chris? Chris jumped Chris, out. We had yeah. Chris in it. Yeah, he jumped out. But we're going we're gonna to welcome um, Uncle Steve to the show. Absolutely. He's back in the parking lot in that mail truck with the four flat tires. <laughs> he's just chilling. <laughs> what's going man. on, fellas? How y'all doing? What's All right, Uncle. Hey, what's, what's going up, on, Uncle? Don't think I've ever had the pleasure. Twisted, good to see you in there, brother. I always see your your stuff hanging out there. And brother Daniel, good to hear you as well. Uh, Appreciate you, brother. I just wanted to step in real quick, man, and I and I want to for for a quick second speak from from those who have have circulated this this Falcons atmosphere for. 30, 40 plus years. And I don't speak for everybody. I'm speaking for Well, I'm at 30 myself, so you're talking to me too. <laughs> so uh <laughs> let me, let me Yeah, I'm up there. Why, but, but go ahead. Let me explain why people want it wanted I, I don't want to say quick fix, but it is the quick fix. Let me tell you why. In this franchise history, we have kind of we've skirted over the fact that we have never really to taken chances in this organization. We let Deion Sanders go in the 19 early 1990s. We let Brett Favre in, in the Brett Favre thing has an asterisk by it. Cause he was drunk and he didn't act right. We didn't take chances over these last couple of decades. I understand when everyone says cap hell, and mm. oh my god we've never done that let's take a chance just once and see what you. happens and I'm i think what bothers me is the same people who complained about rankin smith and their ownership the same mm -hmm. folks are turning around and getting upset when you hear about going for lamar jackson now again i don't want to give an outrageous amount of money for uh, guaranteed money. I'm, I'm not that foolish, but I am saying <laughs> to those who are celebrating today because you're you're uh, happy with mediocrity mm. right now, if, if, mm. if, if, if you're happy with that, I say congratulations to you. I'm not mm -hmm. going anywhere as a Falcon fan, but I am taking receipts because everyone out there who says in this, in this live mm. that says Winner or bust, and then you're gonna get mad because his <laughs> talent level doesn't match what you need in the NFL. I wanna, I wanna go back and just revisit that, Smitty. I wanna take these tapes. I wanna find hey. those folks and just. Hey. See. Uh, we've been talking about this since August, though. Since yeah. August. Yeah. This, but this is not anger. This is just I'm paying attention. Yep. Because everyone that's just so ready to tell me that Ritter is ready to be a quarterback here, I just want to be able to say, say have that same energy in game six if we're under 500. Have that Thank same you. Uh, I'm going to just put out a tweet. Simple tweet. I'm going to put out. And then going to say, shut up. That's it. 
Hey, man, truth be told, Unc, that's that's great that you brought that up, man. And, you know, when's the last time we had a winning season? We talk about this a lot. 2017? 2017. It's been five or six years that we've been in, in the rabbit hole, so to say, man. God damn it, the time is now. Like Uncle Steve's saying, take chances. Why not go and get a superstar? And everybody's so worried about, oh, cap hell this, cap hell that. Do you guys need to be reminded who was our GM beforehand? It was Thomas Dimitrov. He was handing out Falcon for Life contract like Oprah does cars on her, on her show. Everybody was getting one in their mother. You feel me? So, listen, we have a smarter – yo, we, we have a smarter organization now that I, I, I don't think these guys are going to go down that route to learn from those uh, previous experiences. And what did Dimitrov elect not to do a lot of the times? Not be competitive, not use those contracts, all those those inflated contracts, and refinance off of them. And that's one topic we always we, we always talk about. We can stay competitive within this market. All we got to do is contractually go to the to the gentleman that has the highest you know cap cap spell cap room or cap number and say, hey, we're going to turn that into a signing bonus. It opens up the cap for that year to spend money. The time is now. We got to take advantage of the time now. It's a weekend NFC South, man. And I'm what gonna are throw, we I'm gonna doing? This question. I'm gonna throw this question, and I'm glad you said that. Mm. If not That's Lamar, yeah, I'm a, everybody in the panel right now. If not Lamar, y'all throw out another name out there that can come in right away and carry this team on their back and bring in more superstar players um, that we can spend a whole boatload of money on. Because you don't spend money either way. Right. I don't care what it is. Either way, yeah, free agency. Who in free agency? Or that's on the non-exclusive uh, tag that you can bring in uh, right away and can bring players with them. I don't want mm -hmm. anybody really on Lamar out. Jackson. To be honest, I mean, because if you don't get Lamar Jackson, you you're spending forty-five to fifty million on defense. <laughs> and so, I mean, I don't see defense bringing other players. Quarterbacks Facts. bring players. Quarterbacks bring dynamic players. I mean, if you can get yeah. Khalil Mack, we can see about that. You can get you can get Patrick Peterson. You can see if, if you don't go for Lamar Jackson, like you said, uh, try with pain. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, man, they still not coming for them. They coming for Lamar. Mm -hmm. And look at look at that record though. Bates, I'm sorry, Black. Bates too. My bad, Bates. Too. Yeah, Bates is out there Pete. too, man. This mm -hmm. is the main reason why I want Lamar. Look at the record. Yeah, I got I got a sixteen. I, I gotta say something right quick. I saw I saw I came up with a think, comment, man. This comment right here. Hey Hill Hillman, man. Appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you always supporting the channel. But oh, Thomas Thomas Dimitrov didn't guide us there. We all know that was Shanny. That we all know that was you know Kyle Shanahan. You know, mastermind as a play caller, definitely had all the pieces in Atlanta to just you know just make it to where we did to the pinnacle to the Super Bowl. So that's more on you know, Kyle Shanahan did it than it was Thomas Dimitrov, man. But definitely both coordinators. I mean, even facts, man. 12, yeah, let's be realistic, man. Thomas Dimitrov compared to uh Fontenot is mm -hmm. a big difference. A big, big difference. difference. Big difference. Free agency. Um, we're really finna see how he can sway players to come here. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, we're gonna look at some of these Saints players, unfortunately. Uh, the safety <laughs> from the Eagles, the safety from the Eagles. <laughs> I don't know why you did that to our Falcons. Uh, yeah, man, that logo that? stomp, man. Oh, bro. You remember yeah. that? But that motherfucker can play. I must say, six interceptions. Ball hawk. Oh, my God. They coming here humble, though. They ain't going to have a job. They coming here humble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got the bread. He know what's up. And Terry Fontenot, once again, mm -hmm. is what? Paired with him.
Yeah. So, I mean, hey. Yeah. Hey, I got I got I got to split out of here. I did want to uh, just point on one thing, Alberto. When you said yes. about the Falcons haven't had a winning, haven't had a, a winning record since 2017, mm-hmm. let me elaborate further. We haven't been over 500 since 2017. We haven't even been one and oh. We haven't Thank even you. been one and we haven't even wow. been two and one. So yeah. when you when you hear the frustration, and and I'm not I'm not here to suggest that Desmond Riddle will never turn into that guy. Mm-hmm. But if you're sitting here waiting for development, we're going to be seven and tening and seven and tening and seven and tening over and over and over again. You can get all the defensive help you want to, but you better improve the number one position in North American sports, and that's the quarterback position. Fellas, right. I'll holler at y'all later on, okay? All love, man. Thank you. Y'all go check out Uncle Steve Lounge on YouTube, man. He does his thing with Falcons content. Mm. Does the aftermath on Mondays. So y'all please go check him out. Uh, We got Chris in the chat room who's been waiting for a minute. Left right, came back in, but we're going to get his question and then we're going to move on to the next. Yeah, we're going to. Move on with Danny. Danny, we like to get your thoughts more on on what's going on. Awesome, man. There's a lot going on. Chris, you got a a question for us? When will Stephen, when will uh Stephen Ben ever come to my phones? Because we need a fast quarterback like him with speed. Who you say, Stetson Bennett? You said yeah. Stetson Bennett. Uh, no, nah, I think Stetson. He's still a day three quarterback. Um, now one thing I like is his attitude to win. Uh, mm-hmm. That can be contagious, but his intangibles, his twos, his measurables, uh, it's just not going to measure up to what GMs and coaches are looking for. Uh, and you can't measure hard. I say that all the time. But he's going to have to get out on the field and prove uh, once he gets to the NFL that he can hang. Uh, they're not just going to take it off, you know, NFL combine workouts. And we're going to talk about that with uh, Daniel in a second. Uh, but sometimes the measurables don't help. Uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And in Stetson case, I don't think they would help. One thing I, I do want to add about Stetson, um, I've I've been okay. able to talk with people who've trained with him, and they've they've said really good things about his character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Definitely not. You got to expect that, Danny, I can, man. I can, Our folks, I can, they, I can, they catch us off guard, I can, man. I keep thinking about that uh that police car chasing him while he was doing his forty yard dash. Yeah, that was, that was funny. <laughs> Man. There was somebody earlier that said he was wearing a, a referee's uniform, throwing flags at Mariota's house, and I, I thought. <laughs> I thought <laughs> Oh, oh man! Yes. So um, I, I've talked with the with the people who played against Stet, and a lot of people are like, "Yeah, I, I hate the guy." So what I've gathered is that it's fun to play with him or train with him, and not a whole lot of fun to play against him. With that being said, you are 100 yeah. right. He's gonna he's probably he probably won't be drafted till round six, round seven, maybe round four, probably in the, in the draft's third day is what if I if I had to guess. So, um, you know, solid back. I think and so. I think he is up in New England, to be honest, because uh, one thing about Belichick, he loves cerebral-type quarterbacks. Sometimes mm-hmm. the two is not have to measure up. Just as long as you got that football IQ, that's what he's looking for. That's how he found Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Chris, you got another question before we get out of here? Before you get out of here? When will we get a new quarterback? Uh, yeah. That's still yet to be determined. Um, 
uh, we'll 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 keep that on hold. Uh, but uh, thank you for joining us as always, Chris. Appreciate it, my brother. All right, young dude. boy Chris, uh, always joining us, man. Doing this thing, man. Supporting yeah. the machine. Truly appreciate it. But before we get to Aaron, another guy, uh, Aaron Deal eighty two. If you don't mm. know him from the chat. But Mick Lowe said y'all done pissed Uncle off. Ain't nobody getting the mail tomorrow. <laughs> he might just be right about that. Because uh, you can't piss off the mail, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, but checks coming out, man. You. IRS, man. You can't piss the mail, hey. man. Off. Hey, I don't know, man. That's Boy, for sure. <laughs> taxes on the way. <laughs> oh, shit, man. man. But man, go ahead, man. Alberta, what you had to say uh, before we get to air. Oh, no, no, you can go ahead, go ahead. You can go right on to Aaron because the next topic is going to be we're going to pivot into the combine, see what uh, defensive okay. prospects um, we can, de- uh, you know, draft or who stood out to uh, Daniel. But joining us right now is Aaron, the youngster. Aaron, what's good, man? What up, yeah? What's up, Aaron? I know you got a question for us. You always got a question. As always, man. Oh, shit. Where do I start? <laughs> Hey, I had I had that same question about three o'clock. So <laughs> take your time. Yeah, no, the whole contract, and then I saw PFF's damn uh, post saying the Lamar to Atlanta. I said hell to the no, no. Oh, but, uh, you're pretty passionate about that, youngster. <laughs> oh, why you say it like that? Yeah, man, you said that I'm with not, your chest and then some, I'm good, bro. bro. I'm good. I'm great. I'm all right. I'm all right with it. All right, Why all right. I just want to know. Shit, I don't. I mean, you stumped me. <laughs> hey, that's what uh, I do best. Damn it, Smitty. Hey, I get, <laughs> I get, I get stumped more than anybody. But I got, no, but I, I got it. The main reason that kind of got me on it Go is like how expensive he is. That's that's about it. But I mean, you, like you said, you bring in a superstar to a team. A lot of people are gonna want to just play because of him, and um. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. Like, CP was always trying to recruit people whenever he signed with the Falcons. He still is. He still yeah, is. Right. He still is, man. <laughs> he said yeah. Lamar comes today, it'd be crazy. The city would be turned. Yeah. Sheesh. Let me Jeez. tell y'all something about money. This is how much people care about money. I seen a lady on at uh, Lenin Square about three weeks ago. Had a Louis Vuitton purse with some Air Force Ones. Mm. This is how I feel about money. That is the perfect example. Sometimes you got to buy that expensive stuff to make other stuff stand out, if you know what I mean. Until they spend their money on something expensive, um, buy that Bentley instead of that Volvo with two flat tires, they're going to keep having the same problem, man. I'm going to just be real with y'all. Because if you don't have that one guy to draw more and more talent to a team, what good is your team at the end of the day? Respectfully. Mm-hmm. That's all I've been saying all along. That's all. Hey, That's hey, all. Hey, let's be realistic, bro. If if Batman was like that, wouldn't more players have came in that in that time he was here? Who if, that? If Matt Ryan was like that. He would have had more people come. We really weren't getting people coming to Ryan. The like that. Mm, that's yeah, true. I get what you're saying, but my point is something flashy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bentley is flashy. Oh yeah, Lamar. Yeah, Lamar first is sure, flashy, sure. right? So until you get that type player, just like Deion Sellers, when he went to the 49 the very next year after he left here, what happened? They formed a super team, Thanks. and mainly because of him. 
to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. So until they get that flashy player and they go beat up on the <clears throat> The NFC and make it to the Super Bowl is just gonna be the same story. I just hate to tell y'all that because we don't have that flashy piece to put butts in seats, that flashy piece to draw more superstar talent here. It's just the, it's just the truth, no way around. Mm-hmm. But True. it is what it is. But Aaron, man, before it's supposed to go for him though. That's that's my thing. That's why I feel like that, Terry Fontenot. They still in the running, bro. I just don't see it. Like. If we go to the games, I went to three games this year. It's not packed. Facts. The the tickets, the jersey sales, they're not going crazy. Mm-hmm. Al Pitts, AJ Terrell, some Grady Jarrett, but it's not crazy. I Arthur looked Blaine at the Pittsburgh game on TV. Stadium. I looked at Pittsburgh game on TV. It was more still a fan than a Falcon fan. It yeah. was. I was there. It was. It was. It was. Me and Big Low was looking like, oh, come on, this ain't this ain't right, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true, but, man. But Aaron, I know you got one more question before before you go. Shit, uh, if right. not, um, go this this might stump you. I'm not as good as question as Mike is because he's always on the dime. But <laughs> if you had a decision between either you take Lamar Jackson, you traded Lamar Jackson for like two future round picks, or would you rather have, um, let's say, I don't know, Deron Payne for two first-rounders and possibly bring in, like, Jesse Bates or even more just on top of that? Uh, anybody on the panel want to take that question? Go ahead, Daniel. I, I, I saw it, Daniel. I saw I got to put you on the spot, bro. What you doing? Yeah, that's actually a very good question. That is, That's actually – that's a very good question. Um Again, it kind of it kind of links back to all that we've been talking to the whole time of mm-hmm. how much do you value quarterback versus filling out the rest of your team, right? And so right. the thing is, I'm not sure financially they could make it work where they could bring in Payne and Jesse Bates, but in theory, if you do that, you're going to have a really good front seven and you're going to have a really good back end as well. Yeah. And when you factor in that, Arthur Smith wants to run the football. The Falcons were the most run-heavy team in the NFL last year. Maybe you take the Patriots approach of trying to, you know, just pretty much showing up and saying, we're going to run the ball, and then we're going to not let you score. Yeah. And I think they had a fair amount of success with that at times, um, I would say. But, you know, it's, it's really a good question. Typically, I would lean the quarterback route, but wouldn't you consider that you could legitimately – fix the entire defensive defense yeah with just two players that's that's sick big yeah yeah Yeah, where's uh what's his name when we need him big low big low yeah (laughs) (laughs) he in the chat he don't took took your job man uh but (laughs) aaron thank you for joining us man we truly appreciate you always supporting us Um, appreciate you Aaron. but i know you're gonna get back in the chat and i know you're gonna keep talking We'll holler at you soon, my brother. All right, man. Peace, guys. No doubt. Definitely. Be safe, man. Uh, J Boogie 209. Much love, y'all. Quick question Do y'all think this could be a strategic move? Wait and see what others offer there or before going out to Lamar. And if y'all don't know, he's referring to Deshaun Watson, what happened last year. Um, They came in the very last minute with that guaranteed money. I mean, the very last minute. So could yep. we be looking at the same thing with Lamar Jackson? It's possible. It's because possible. One thing about history 
it has a funny way of repeating itself one way or the other. And that <laughs> is something that's going to always ring true. But let's get into this draft talk. We got about 10 more minutes. Uh, let's get mm-hmm. into this draft talk right fast. Let's do it, man. Yours. Yes, sir. So, Daniel, man, again, a contributor there at the uh, at the uh, Combine. Defensive tackles were uh, much on display this past week, man. A lot of freakish athletes were on display, man. Yeah. Uh, so I ask you this quick question. Give me three of your top guys that you saw really elevate their stock in this whole process, man. Guys that we really haven't thought of, but they came to uh, the comment like, wait a minute, this guy moves like this? There's something to work with here. So who do you have as your top three guys? At defensive tackle? At defensive tackle, please. Right. So there is the Northwestern guy that whose name oh. I cannot pronounce. I'm going to take pride uh, in that one. Hold up, my brother. I'm a... <laughs> After much practice and Google Translate, uh, added Tamiwa Adabara off Northwestern. <laughs> Floor's yeah. yours, Daniel. <laughs> you know what's sad yes, about that? Yes. I actually had the full pronunciation guide in the media guide. And like I looked yeah. at it for probably about a minute or two. Tough. And completely blanked on it. Yeah. Addy, Addy Tamiwa? Yeah, Addy Tamiwa. That's right. Gotcha. Addy yeah. Barra. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, um, he ran 449. Uh, as a defensive tackle, as a defensive tackle, yeah, Smitty, that boy, that boy got speed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He. Uh, I'm not sure he's your prototypical defensive tackle, but I think he can mm-hmm. absolutely play three tech, play five tech, right? Uh, whatever it might be, and he was also really good at the uh, Senior Bowl too. So yeah. I, I think he's for sure a stock up player. I could see him as a three, as a three, four defensive end too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. He was unblockable, man. Truth be told, he was unblockable, man. And how Northwestern used him, you know, they, yeah. Them things were solid, brother. Them things were solid, man. But hey, listen, man, truth be told, man, Northwestern, the way they used him as a movable chess piece on that front, on that front four, he really wrecked hell. It didn't matter if he was outside defensive end or inside defensive tackle. I, for one, if we bring in, you know, some somebody at defensive tackle, say like we talked about earlier, Draymond Jones or uh, Devlin Tomlinson, I wouldn't mind Atlanta seeing, you know, trying to seek his services as a defensive end. He's six yeah. two. I don't really care about the size or anything like that because that to me is irrelevant. We've had. Right. Guys that are you know six feet and under, you know, producing 15 and 16 sacks. And I'm talking about Elvis Dumaville so of some years ago. But still, this guy can come in and really hey five ten. Yeah. This kid could come in and really, 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 really 180 that front four for our Falcons, man. So that's one name. Anybody else come to mind? Yeah, real quick, there's a chat question. Somebody asked me how it was talking with Bijan Robinson. Ooh, um, talk about it for sure, bro. Yeah, throw it out there. Throw it out there. Throw it out there, man. Hell yeah. We want to know too, damn it. Yeah, What'd you get? <laughs> he's a he's a great kid. Um yep. he's older than me, but I mean he, he's he's a great kid. Um Bijan, uh yeah, so he had a big, big press conference in front of probably 70, 80 people. Um really you could tell he was genuine. Um, and the one thing that kind of stuck with me, uh, he was always smiling. He was really upbeat about it. And that was not always the case throughout the week. Um, that's a, it's a long week for, for all, all prospects there, especially the higher guys who are naturally having more formal interviews and everything. And it's a, it's a big rush and they only get about 20 minutes with the media, sometimes 10, 15. Um, yeah. he's really happy up there. Um, and then I had a few other run-ins with him kind of more individually. Um, he walked by me one time at me up a little bit um 
I, I made a joke to them. I was like, hey, future Falcon. He just started laughing about it. Um, and and um, no, but then I saw him again probably about three hours after that. Um, I walked by him in the lobby, um, and he actually remembered me from earlier. And, again, guy's always smiling, um, mm-hmm. always smiling, really happy, really genuine. Um, he he really struck me as a, as a really impressive human being. So, obviously, he's a freak on the field uh, and really a good guy off of it. So, I'm not sure where he'll get drafted, but – Whoever gets Bijan is getting a really, really good, good player on the field in the locker room and all that. So, yeah, complete package. Back to defensive tackles. Uh, mm-hmm. Elijah Cansey. I feel like if you're talking combat defensive tackles, you got to start with him. He was well because he's undersized naturally, but great at Jerry 2.0. When everyone else is running four nine and you get a guy that runs four six whatever, four six seven, yeah, naturally going to stick out quite a bit. Um, Keanu Benton is the other name I want to talk about. From that's, that's, Wisconsin. Boy. <laughs> that's my boy right there, man. He uh, He's a baller. Um, yeah. Another guy, great senior bowl week. Um, very, very impressive there. And then I thought at the combine, he was actually probably one of the more nimble players there. Um, among, among his position group, all the drills that they had, you know, whether it be running around a jump rope or, or not a, a – what is it? Oh, yeah. Running around a hula hoop. Yep. Uh, three cone yeah. drill. All three that drill. Mm-hmm. The hula hoop drill. Um, all that stuff. Keanu, very impressive. Uh, very, very loose ankles, I thought. Because um, they actually did that maybe about 20 yards from where media sat. So um, you could tell up close. I mean, very, very fluid guy. Um, very twitchy, I thought. Him and Brian Bruzzi from Clemson were probably the two most impressive guys in the field portion of the drills. I thought consistently really twitchy, um, really loose, really fluid, really powerful with their hands too. I thought Mm. so. Um, They were a few of the guys that I thought stood out. Um, Did you get uh, to see the Baylor defensive tackle while you were there? Because I haven't heard anyone talking about him. Yeah. yeah, I I got to watch him on the field, obviously Uh, on the field. You know, the combine is not a great place for nose tackles, I feel like. Not a uh, – yeah, True. It was not his finest showing. I, I will say that. He was one of those guys where it's like you could tell that he wasn't really natural with the way that he was moving. The hula hoop drill was not kind to him. But, again, how often are you going to ask your, you know, 330-pound nose tackle to turn a corner? Not, true. 360. Not better, you know. <laughs> In the right defensive scheme, hopefully never. But um, – yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I thought he looked a little bit laterally challenged, but again, on on the field tape wise, he's probably one of the top three, four nose tackles. Yeah, because short area, short area quickness is totally different mm-hmm. uh, than them running drills at the at the combine. Uh, and I think short area quickness is his strength, so he'll be very effective against the run game at the next level. Is he mm-hmm. a three down player? That we don't know yet. But mm-hmm. continue. Yeah, no, I just um, among the nose tackles there, I'm trying to think of who else was there because I think that was the first workout session that we had, and I I watched a lot of a lot of uh, hoop drills over the yeah. last days, so there was a lot of a lot of guys there. Um, Young, the uh, I think he's a three tech from Alabama. He was pretty impressive. Byron oh, Young. Brian Young, oh, Byron, yeah. Byron Young, yeah, the other Byron Young from Tennessee, defensive Tennessee, end, yeah. also very impressive. Uh, I think he ran four four nine. Yep. Uh, he's very twitched up off the edge. Thought he was pretty loose, um, but that's branching a little bit outside. Um, other defensive tackles, man. Who else is in? Oh. 
I got, I'll, I'll, I got a Smith name from Michigan. Mm. What's that? Smith from Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's a freak. I mean, <laughs> six. Nine, I think he had a three cone that was the same time that Aiden Hutchinson ran last year, like fifty pounds. Wow. Damn. Wow, he's quick. Yeah, he's um, he's a he's a little freaky. So yeah, he had maybe one sack his entire college career, mm-hmm. which is obviously a, a pretty concerning number. But I mean, again probably a third, fourth round pick, you know, you're taking him for upside, right? And you're not going to find many 334 pound guys who can run a sub seven second three count. Just not. But, yeah. Nope. Not no, one. that's true. You got I got one guy to, do that. I got one guy to throw at you there. Um, Daniel, your thoughts on Zach uh, Pickens, South Carolina defensive tackle. I thought that guy really elevated his stock could sneak into the back end of the first round. He had a very impressive combine. He had, had numbers. And yep. my comments under my under my um one of my videos kept throwing his name out. There. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead, Alberto. A lot, a lot of his measurables were better than uh, last year's first round pick, Trayvon Walker, man, and Zach Perkins, man. Oh, Pickens, I'm sorry. Really, really turned heads in this combine over here. Like I mentioned, you know, could could you know come into that back first uh, first round, ran a four eight nine six four two hundred ninety one pounds. That's another guy there, Daniel. I don't know if you got to see him up close or, or yeah. you saw anything from him, but that's one yeah. guy there, man. Yeah, I um I got to speak with Zach Pickens for probably five to ten minutes at the combine. Uh, just really, he he just exudes energy. Um, just mm-hmm. exudes positive energy. That's what you need. Uh, he mm-hmm. was he was telling us about how he had a formal um, with the Chicago Bears where they had him playing like putt putt, and he's like. I had a college teammate who was like, it's all in the arms, all, all in the arms. He's like, I get up there and I make the first putt. And he's like, I, I was proud of that one. <laughs> I played darts and I hit the first one. I was like, the guy the guy on Chicago hit zero. So I guess I won is what he said. Mm. No, I, he's a funny guy, um, high character. You can tell. I think he was a captain at, at South Carolina, um, you know, mm-hmm. all conference at, at South Carolina, um, which is a big deal um, and grew into a big leader there. But then, on the field, I thought uh, pretty pretty fluid guy. Um, I hadn't watched his tape heading into the combine. I'm pretty excited to watch it now because I, I thought yeah. he had a lot of switch to him. Uh, pretty explosive guy. And another guy, pretty fluid. Um, the hoop drill was, was pretty kind to him. I remember that. So um, cool. I thought, yeah, I think he's another guy you can probably play in a few spots up front. Which again, you got a a guy with versatility, high character, athletic, team captain. Checks a lot of boxes, so he's an interesting one. I feel like that's dope, man. That's dope, and you know, truth be told, Ryan Nielsen coming in from the Saints, he had he has an incredible you know back history with the Saints, also known as a developer. So you know, all these guys mentioned, man, it'd be really exciting to see what Nielsen can do with these guys if they make it to, onto our uh, roster hey, there. And we got to remember, Ryan. I was gonna say we got to remember, Ryan is good at. Getting his uh defensive players to play multiple positions down the mm-hmm. line at scrimmage. Very versatility is what we teach. Davenport, they always yeah. doing that. Like they, if when I can see a defensive lineup on both sides of the ball, I know something. Yeah, that's true, man. Even that's coming into true. the three technique as well, Kevin Jordan was lined up at D tackle sometimes. He was, yeah. Yes, he was. And that's a plus. Um, but um, right quick, um. If you had to take a pick, and now that you have broken down like that, um, Jaden Carter might not be the move at uh, number eight. Um, 
with the defensive tackle being so deep in this draft, how many defensive tackle did you see the Falcons taking in this draft? Me? Um, yeah. Defensive tackles being taken by the Falcons. Yeah, I would expect – I think free agency will play a big part in it. Obviously, I'm going to go at least one. But I think right. one is probably a safe number. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to get too far off topic, but I think they probably end up drafting corner at, at eight. Probably. Hey, any name come to mind? I, they, I, okay. Look, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean towards Christian Gonzalez. Hey, hey, man! <laughs> the, Absolutely, the, man. The tricky part too is that the Lions are probably gonna draft a corner two spots ahead, but knowing the way that they play and the way that they, the type of guys they value, I think they'll take Witherspoon from Illinois. If I, if I had wow. To that's really, really again, we're, we're oh no, hell no, no, it's valid, man. That's valid, yeah, but wow. And the reason why, the reason why I think I think Detroit would go with a spoon, they've had much more of a chance to see him mm-hmm. than uh Christian Gonzalez because Christian Gonzalez is on the west coast and yep. Devon uh Witherspoon right next door in Chicago at Illinois mm-hmm. University, so that would make a whole lot of sense. And uh, but fit their scheme better too, mm. uh, yeah. Yeah, Christian would fit our scheme better to me personally. Yeah, yeah more man, man, right, right. Yeah. On the right. topic of draft, I do. I, I guess I can throw out one other thing for y'all. The Falcons have do done a think. lot, a lot of work on the the wideouts in that round three range. Round wow. three, round four. Throw out a name. Throw out a name, brother. Throw out a name. Um, Xavier Hutchinson, Iowa State is one name that I know that they've done a lot of work on. Um, wow. Okay. There's a few others on there. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, oh, I, you know what? Zay Flowers is being talked about as a potential like wide receiver one off the board. He'll be a first. Can you imagine that. I hear him going to Green Bay. That just makes so much sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay makes so much sense. Zay, I um, Zay's another guy. I got to I got to talk with Zay one on one for probably about five minutes at the Shrine Bowl. Um, really good kid too. Just really, really focused. Really um. I remember he was working out that week. He didn't. He had one practice session at the Shrine Bowl. Everybody else had four. Um, he didn't play in the game. He didn't do any of that stuff. He but he he showed up. He did a bunch of interviews and he um oh, damn. He was doing like team workouts and stuff like or like individual workouts at like ten thirty at night in the Vegas hotel. Other people out partying. He's working out. So Zay Flowers, I um I, I I'm a fan of Zay Flowers. I, I'll leave it at that. That's Great dope, play. man. Shout out, let's get it, GA man. Appreciate the donation. Wow, man. man. Thank you so um, much, man. Much cool. respect and blessing to you as well, man. Uh likewise, always right? Support me, man. We truly appreciate that donation. Thank you, man. Appreciate uh, you, man. I think we can go to Papa John and get us a, a two uh, medium pieces with that. <laughs> oh, but man. uh I appreciate that. Uh, Thank you, bro. Let's get ready to wrap this thing up, man. I see yeah, a man. question about uh Jameis Winston. Would y'all bring him in for a backup? I'm I'm good on Jameis, man. I've seen enough. Um, he he needs a perfect scheme. He needs a good offensive coordinator. Arthur Smith isn't the coordinator for Jameis Winston, respectfully. And he's gonna Jameis Winston and Arthur Smith is gonna argue every game. I promise you. So, yeah, <laughs> big, big low, yeah. man. He do his thing from far and far away. Yeah, man. The Superman <laughs> chat. And uh, if y'all haven't noticed, uh, I got a new nickname. My new nickname is Superhero Smitty. So, if y'all <laughs> <in Cali. laughs> 
Oh man, it's Steve, you a fool, just man. call me superhero today. <laughs> really just like oh, y'all coach called Deion Sanders Coach Prime. Call mm-hmm. me superhero Smitty, and I'm fine with it. Man, but, uh, superhero Smitty. Man, but uh man, this has been a great show, man. I definitely appreciate you for coming on, Daniel. Daniel, oh, man. Shout, out to, shout out to Alberto, man, for um reaching out to you, man. Alberto yeah, doing man. this thing. And free agency starting next week. But before I get into that, man, please go in the description section. And uh, please, everybody uh, that was on the well, the people that support us in on the daily is in the chat. I'm sorry, description of this video. Please hit that link, hit that subscribe, and follow these guys. I finally got my nephew Twisted Torch to join us, man. Yeah, um, man. We gotta we gotta collab some more, YouTube. man. For sure, uh, man. Anytime, Twisted bro. Torch TV. And we're gonna have a super show next week. Yes, sir. Twisted Torch. Daniel, y'all welcome to come. It's going to be the free agent frenzy. We're going to have a ball, man. Trust me. Man, we're trying to to get this screen as big as possible, man. Just have everybody come in, you know, just chime in, give us their thoughts on, you know, know, by then we'll know who we're, you know, who we're targeting because, again, tampering period opens Monday night. But that leaves the floor open to, you know, talk shit all Tuesday night when, when, uh, before, before free agency starts. So, man, for sure, we would love to have both of you gentlemen back on. You know, man, thank you to everybody for making this show tonight a success, man. Everybody in the chat, man. There's so many of y'all, but, yo, from the bottom of Smitty's heart, my heart, man, we appreciate you 100, man. Thank you for rocking with us. Daniel, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. And, man, over an hour and 15 minutes, brother, man. It was supposed to be like 45 minutes, and you stretched it out another half, man. We appreciate that wholeheartedly, man, for sure, for sure, man. Keep doing your thing. I'm yeah. in trouble, but I'm gonna I'm take. I'm gonna take. The team. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man! But definitely, man. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, man. Thank you for all the contributions you do and keeping Twitter updated on all things Falcons-related news, man. Thank you so much, man. Yes, my pleasure, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, brother. Everybody, this is uh, Daniel Flick, contribute for Sports Illustrated and 404 Podcast of the Falcons. Much appreciated you dropping in, man. For sure, for sure. Yes, sir. Take care, man. Our boy Daniel Flick, man. He tuned in and joined us, man. Took time out of his busy schedule, man. He was in Indianapolis doing his thing, man. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Shouts out hey, to man. you, man. That's what I love, man. To see you. I love to see people start young, man, because they can grow old in the sports business. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I'm just grow old, period. So the hell with it. <laughs> uh, my, uh, my favorite combine story is I, I got back Saturday night and then I slept 13 and a half hours Sunday morning in the sun. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even get five hours consistent. Like, Yo, I, talk about crazy. it, Twisted. Yo, what? <laughs> Man, if I, sleep, if I sleep eight hours, that would be too much for me. I was, yeah, I, it was definitely too much. I just, I, uh, I was a little bit tired. It was a long week, long, long week, but a lot of fun. So, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. Love what you do, man. Love your job, and it becomes a hobby. Yeah, man. That's what I'm yeah, talking man. about. Thanks, man. But Twisted Torch, man, Big Low Country said you got more swagged out Atlanta Falcons content. Uh, and he's right. Yeah. He brained the Just swag. Saying, man. Hey, how you in the background. He got stop signs, flags, everything. Hey, so, it's, uh, been a, hey it's been a change, too. I got some more stuff on the way. Damn. Can't <laughs> wait to see that, man. Way, man. I man, think for those that haven't tuned in, man, that that's energy from 
from opening segment to closing segment, it's all energy, man. That's all good energy, about. too, man, hey, for sure. That's what it's supposed to be about. But before we get out of here, man, I got to give a shout-out to Giving Game Sports Talk. Y'all, please, he just started his YouTube channel. He's going to try to jump on with us soon. Definitely, uh, man. You see what he said? Listen, I got out of bed to come and listen to you guys. <laughs> you guys. Appreciate you, man. Please Appreciate you. subscribe to Giving Game Sports Talk. He talks Falcons football. He does his thing, and as y'all know, I try to support each and every content creator that I can. Facts. Keep it positive. And um, and another guy I want to give a shout out to Drake True Statement. Always, always my coming dog. in. My, hey, my dog. Hey, Drake knows I'm with the ignorance, and I stay with the ignorance, so he's been supporting <laughs> me since I had 40 subscribers. And this is a true story. Miss um, Carrie, we've been trying to get her to come on the show. Hopefully she'll join us soon. Knowledge, man. Um, that's my Twitter always What's up, Carrie's the best, man. Hey, man, oh, she hey. does a thing. Uh, Carrie, she I know well. you're tuning in. I know you're watching. I hope all is well with family. And she knows what I mean by that. Oh, no man. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. You're right. No doubt. Family For is sure. everything, man. Family is be everything. Safe, be safe. Uh, but, Alberto, I hate for it to come to an end. Like I said, I'm already in trouble. So, hey. I hear you, man. It is. But, it is, uh, Please go to care us. Oh, one more. One more, I swear. There they are. One more. Them, them boys, uh, man. Out of your Falcon, Falcon, Falcon Mind. Hey, yes, sir. Falcon Mind podcast. Please go check them out on YouTube as well. They do their thing. They keep us uh, informed. They keep us with the last. Hey, man, they just, they pretty much like we is, man. They just, man, keep, they all around great, man. Um, And Mike, y'all don't run across Mike in public, boy, because he will throw a question on you. <laughs> man. Oh man. Uh, yes, sir. Smitty Big Low Country Birdo, Atlanta, Georgia Faithful. Keep putting the A on the map, and that's what we're trying to do. Let's get Absolutely, it. man. And y'all Absolutely. please go check him out on um YouTube as well. He does gaming. So uh, and I need some tips and Madden because I'm pretty awful right about now. Uh because uh uh, I'm just not good at Madden anymore like I used to be. Two <laughs> damn buttons. Um, That's me. Come holler at me. I'm good. Come holler at me on Xbox. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got a, play, I got a PlayStation, but uh, oh, it is what it is, man. Y'all are crazy, but, man. <laughs> going to take us out, man. Hey, man. So for everybody in the chat, thank you again for tuning in. For the panel, man, Daniel, Twisted Torch. Appreciate you guys. You guys are like family now, man. Appreciate you guys for coming and collaborate with us. Hope this is not the end. Of course, we're coming back on Tuesday night. Open invite as always, fellas. So on that note, for my boy Smitty, this is your boy Berto. You're hosting the 95 North Falcons talk show. Hey, we'll we catch y'all on the flip side. Huh? We're going to some cheerleaders. I mean, I can't comment on that, bro. <laughs> oh, my bad. Hey, sister. Hey, sister-in-law. My bad. <laughs> Oh, man, man. Hey, man. Y'all have a great, great night. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh.